Today is Tuesday, August 31st, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Coming up, we do a deep dive on what's happening with the World of Outlaws title fight by the numbers. Where can David Gravel and Carson Macedo make ground down the stretch to Brad Sweet? We also look ahead to tonight's Short Track Super Series race, and we have some news from Lucas. Before we dive in, if you like what I'm doing here, please subscribe to the show, leave a review, and hit those follow and notification buttons. Make sure to follow at Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. And don't forget, DirtTracker.com has a bunch more cool dirt racing stuff. Now let's get going. As the summer starts to wind down here, we're seeing some drivers start to stretch away for some of the championships in the major dirt racing series. Tyler Courtney with the All-Stars is one example. Brandon Shepard with the World of Outlaws Late Models is probably another. But there's still several series that have races that are far from being decided. All three USAC divisions are very close, as is the ASCS National Tour. We also have a couple that are kind of in the middle in Lucas and the World of Outlaws Sprint Cars. One driver has a decent lead, but things could change rapidly depending on what happens on some of these race nights. I wanted to take a look specifically at the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series to see where Brad Sweet has been better than David Gravel and Carson Macedo and walk you through where those two challengers need to be better over the final 19 races. There are actually 20 nights left for the Outlaws, but Thursday of World Finals is just practice and qualifying, so we're at 19, kind of barring any weather cancellations or other things. When you look around the country at the various series, a driver really needs to have an average finish near 5th or right about there to really be in contention for the championship. The only major series with a significant number of races where the points leader has an average finish higher than that is with Lucas. Tim McCready's average finish for the year is 6.8. Everywhere else, you're looking at an average finish somewhere in the fives or maybe high fours to be in contention for that championship. And the Outlaws are certainly no different. Brad Sweet's average finish for 2021 so far is 4.98. His challengers in Macedo and Gravel obviously trail him in this stat with Macedo sitting at 6.47 and Gravel at 6.5. With the way most point systems reward consistency, average finish seems to be the closest indicator we have for championship success. So when you look at those initials, uh, initial numbers, it's easy to just say that Brad finishes ahead of those guys and that's it. He's better or he's going to win. But when you really dive into numbers, it's really not that simple. There are places that Gravel and Macedo can improve down the stretch to really take the fight to the KKR 49. When you break the night up into its various segments, Gravel and Macedo are actually doing a really great job earlier in the night. You hear all the time about how important qualifying is with the Outlaws, and both drivers have been better than Sweet in time trials in 2021. Gravel is qualifying at 1.3 spots better than Sweet and leads the series with 12 quick times. And Macedo is more than half a position better than Sweet. That in turn has then led to better heat race performances for both challengers. Gravel and Macedo topped the series in heat race wins at 26 and 22 respectively, and they're both better than Sweet in heat race average finish. From there, it then becomes all about the dash. 90% of outlaw races this year have been won from the first six starting spots, so getting into the dash is crucial to have a chance at the win come feature time. Again, those better heat race performances for Gravel and Macedo keep the party rolling, and both drivers have been better than Sweet in dashes. They're tied at the top with eight dash wins each to Sweet's four, and they have appeared in more dashes than the 49. Of a possible 56 dashes for the Outlaws this season, Gravel has been in 38, Macedo 39, and Sweet only 31. Better heat races, more dash appearances, and better dash finishes have led, uh, then led to better starting positions for both drivers. Gravel is starting features eight-tenths of a position better than Sweet, and Macedo is more than half a position better. 
So after looking through all of these stats early in the night, the advantages are very much in favor of Gravel and Macedo. But when things really matter come feature time, that's when Sweet shines and his competition falters. The most glaring stat in features is Sweet's incredible plus-minus number. Whereas both Gravel and Macedo have negative plus-minus plus minus numbers, that means on a cumulative basis they've actually lost positions in features from start to finish. Sweet is second in the series in that stat. He's at plus 120. That's how you average starting about 7th and average finishing about 5th. You pass a boatload of race cars. Brad also does a better job of protecting his positions come feature time. So far this year, he has 31 top 5 starts and 28 top 5 finishes. That's a top 5 efficiency of 90%. When Brad starts up front, he absolutely stays there. Gravel and Macedo are both in the 60th percentile in that same stat, so 90% versus in the 60s. And the same is true for top 10 efficiency. Brad protects top 10 starting spots better than both his challengers as well. All of this equates to when the green flag drops, Sweet is going forward and Macedo and Gravel are going backwards. And what can we equate this to? I think we're looking at a couple of different places. First is minimizing bad nights. Up to this uh, point, Macedo has 7 finishes of 15th or worse, Gravel has 4, and Sweet has just 1. Can these guys avoid mechanical failures and crashes? We've certainly seen some bad luck and crashes for Macedo. Second, I think, is setup. Gravel and Macedo are working with their teams for the first time this season, while Sweet has been with Eric Prutzman for several years now, including those two championship runs. Nobody will doubt the talents of Philip Dietz and Cody Jacobs, but there's no substitute for time together and chemistry. Maybe Prutzman is just making better adjustments before features. And the third factor, I think, is managing your equipment. Without lap-by-lap -lap data, it's hard to get a real judge on this, but it's certainly possible that Brad just does a better job saving his stuff for later in the race. Macedo and Gravel are both aggressive competitors, and it's not hard to make the leap that they just burn their stuff up too quickly and fade later in the races. Again, though, without lap data, we can't know that for sure, but it's definitely something to think about. Going forward, it's easy for me, just this kind of internet guy, to just say, hey, be better in features, and obviously it's not that simple for Gravel and Macedo. But if I were part of Big Game or JJR, I'd be looking really hard at how my teams were going about their business before and during features. They've got the early part of the programs locked down, but there are clearly gains to be made late in the night. What better adjustments can be made? How can they avoid those bad nights, etc.? If you'd like to take a look at any of the numbers I've mentioned here, everything is available publicly and free at dirttracker.com analytics. This World of Outlaws championship fight continues this weekend at Skagit. It's another Tuesday, and we have another round of Northeast Modified Racing to check out tonight with the Short Track Super Series North Region headed to Thunder Mountain Speedway in New York. Following tonight, only two weekends of racing remain for the North Region in 2021. They're the Fonda 200 weekend, which pays $53,000 to the winner and the season finale at Afton Motorsports Park in October. Matt Shepard currently leads the North Region standings by 19 over Anthony Perego with Andy Bichetti 89 points back in third. Shepard and Stuart Friesen each have two wins of this season in North Region, uh, uh, North Region events, while Perego, Steve Payne, and Jeff Strunk all have one each. The series hasn't appeared at Thunder Mountain since 2019. Billy Decker is the most recent winner, while Bichetti, Danny Creeden, and Perego also uh, have bagged wins in recent years there as well. Also on the card for tonight are Crate 602 Sportsmen with grandstands opening at 4 p.m. Eastern with racing at 7. For more information about the event and the race tonight, you can check out shorttracksuperseries.com. 
LucasOil Late Model Dirt Series announced yesterday they have canceled the upcoming September 15th stop at the I-80 Speedway in Nebraska because of the current tire shortages affecting the sport. That race night was going to lead into the Late Model Knoxville Nationals at Knoxville Raceway. With the event cancels, uh, canceled, that just leaves three nights now uh, at Knoxville on tap for that weekend, and the series does plan to return to I-80 Speedway in 2022. For more on the announcement and to see the full Lucas schedule, visit lucasdirt.com. On yesterday's show, I confused the King of the West week-long points for the season-long standings. I wanted to correct that today. In the season standings, Dominic Selzy leads Bud Kading by 39 with 13 of 20 races complete. DJ Neto, Tim Kading, and Sean Becker complete the top five. The King of the West Sprint Cars are in action this weekend on Saturday and Sunday at the Silver Dollar Speedway for the Louis Vermeil Classic. For more info, check out narc410.com. There are four items on the streaming schedule for today with all of them happening over on Flow Racing. There's weekly action from Action Track USA. The Nebraska Dirt Crown continues from Thayer County. The Short Track Super Series, like I just mentioned, and Flow 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope you have a good Tuesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.